Best show. So true. So true. Yeah, right? How's it going? It's uh, Xander in D.C. How are Loving you? The show is as usual. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. What's going on with you tonight? You know, just cracking a couple brewskis, trying to unwind after another crazy day down here in the nation's capital. <laughs> okay, you're in D.C., all right. And the, yeah, the yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what I deserve a, a, a trophy for. What's that? I deserve a trophy because I watched the entire Ken Burns country thing in one sitting. And how many hours is that? Well, I think it was, how many episodes was it? Six? Two hours each? Okay. Something like that? Something so like you, that? you logged a good 12 hours of country music. I, I, I did, I did. Um, you know, it's funny because I don't know anything about country mm -hmm. and total blind spot, uh, but I, I thought it was really educational. Did you see any of it? Not yet. No, I haven't. I will watch it at some point. I have not seen any of it yet, though. The, well, But you learned a lot from it. Oh, I did. I did. And I especially loved the 45 times they had a performer recite the entire verse of a song immediately after we heard the recording of the verse. Okay. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a great strategy for... Right? For, <laughs> Doesn't it? Okay, yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't want to see that? Um, yeah. That sounds like a good... A good uh, like, so you hear the, the best version of that, those lyrics. Exactly. The definitive version of the lyrics. Yes. And then I have to watch, like, who watch, say it. Well, who's the only country artist pretty much alive right now? It's Marty Stewart, right? Marty Stewart, yes. So you get to see him recite the lyric you just heard in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Well, that sounds like a real, sounds like a real, uh, real tight program. Very tight. Like, very tight. Sounds, I'll, sounds, tell you, I'll tell you what's also tight. What's that? The shirts these guys wore in the seventies: George Jones, Billy Sherrill, uh, Charlie Rich, Waylon, and Merle. Mm -hmm. I tell you, man, these shirts these guys are wearing—they make the three o'clock look like an even poorer Rocketeens. Wow, that's I, a... I know that was a very specific, yeah, and and very unwarranted shade throw. Sure, that's and a very I, narrow, very so, narrow. Very narrow target on that one. I know, I know. I'm sorry. That you, was... you dinged, you dinged the three o'clock and the Rocketeens. It's actually impressive, though. In one, one, one sentence, right? You dinged, you dinged Waylon Jennings, the Rocketeens, one, and the two, three o'clock. Three, yes. Yeah. Um. You know what I like about uh, those country guys in their shirts is when they would wear, like, T-shirts. They would have, like, some lettering on it that would be, like, the felt lettering. Exactly. Now, now how, how tight are these shirts? Two sizes too small. Exactly. Two sizes too small with some yep. lettering that's poorly spaced. Yep. And it makes on a, some... On a ringer shirt. On a ring, ringer, ringer T-shirt. And it'll be like lettering, and it'll just say like, uh, like, uh, like I'm in the back of the tour bus, That's true. like on yeah, the shirt. Yeah. Like it'll just have some inside joke, just like, uh, you know, ask, ask for ask for Larry. <laughs> total, yeah, total inside joke, and you know that like one day Merle said, "We got to get shirts." 
Yeah. Oh, we I'm going to get that on a T-shirt. We, I'm putting that on a shirt. <laughs> and then they're just like, no, that's okay. That's real. No, it's really okay. You don't have to. No, I'm putting that on. <laughs> I'm putting on a shirt, and we're and everyone but me is wearing them. <laughs> On stage. On stage. I'm going to still look cool on stage. (laughs) You guys are going to look. I'm the leader. I'm the leader. I got to look cool. You guys are going to look real stupid. (laughs) Oh my God. And I, I love those, those early country songs. Oh my God. They're, they're just like, it's like, I'm just a mule skinner. And the mules all over this town, you And and those those slow ones. Said, Wait, that wasn't that one, one of the slow ones. That was one of the fast ones. That's like a hoedown song, and the slow ones are like. I said, "How long will I have to do that stuff tonight to keep you from running roughshod on my heart, yodelay?" You know, I didn't realize I could yodel that well. You are a pretty good yodeler. I got to give I'm you credit good. there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wonder if I can make a living as a yodeler. Have you got any idea what like an entry level yodeler earns? Probably a year? not much. I'm going to say it's probably not a, a high salary slot. You probably work into it. I'd say there's probably more yodelers than than jobs for yodelers. Wonder. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting uh, thing to think you, about. Remember you, Yodels, the the uh, snack treat. Yeah, I do. Do you think those were? Do you think they call that because of the 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 singing style? I think it was the other way around. That the singing style was named after the snack cake. Yes. Sure. No, that makes sense. And and Drake was named after the the company that made them. The 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 hip hop artist. No, the university. Oh, the university was named after the snack cake company. I'm pretty sure. Sure. Now that made this all this all tracks. I think it does. Hey, speaking of songs, yeah, I had this thing pop into my head the other day, and I can't stop thinking about it now. And it, it's kind of a game, and I, I'd love to play it for a moment if we could. Okay. All right, you you substitute the word mother every time someone says mama in a song. Okay. So, like, I'll start with, like, Hey, hey, mother said the way you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. Okay. Kind of changes it, doesn't it? Sure. So, I would then have to do one back to you? Yeah, something that has mama in it. Sure, well, how about the song, how about, well, ah, can hear you, mother. Ha ha ha! The Genesis song, Mama. It changes it, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, what is it? Yeah. Um, there was a Kiss song. Uh, it, it, it was okay. So the new version would be, "You'll never leave me, mother. So don't try. You pulled the trigger of my dig a dig dig a dig dig a dig a dig dig love gun. Kind of creepy. It's a little creepy, then. Yeah, that is a little. Uh... That one is a little, uh, a little creepy. What about, um, what about, uh, like, well, I was sitting down and down, no mother tried, mother tried, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the same idea, but it's just, it just, it makes it, it makes it really stiffer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Can you do, can you do, uh, 
this is a stretch. I, I, I don't know if you're a fan of, of the Ramones or not. Um, Mo- mother's Boy? <laughs> mother's, 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 Mother's Boy! Mother's, 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 Mother's Boy! Weird. Yeah, that's a weird one. Pretty wild. Yeah. How about, um, Pretty Little Thing, Let Me Light Your Candle, Cause Mother, I'm So Hard to Handle Now, Dance Around. Yeah, that's, that's, it's weird. It's very weird. It is. Hey, sp- speaking of the Black Crows. Yeah. I, well, we, we, I wasn't, but go ahead. Uh, well, 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 that was, that was a Black Crow song. They wrote it. Well, I don't know if that's true either, but go I'm ahead. I'm sure they wrote it. Uh-huh. Um, their, their drummer, Steve Gorman, has, has a, a new memoir that just came out, and it's nuts. Okay. Really? Yeah, the Robinson brothers just constantly at each other's throats and just sabotaging everything. It, it kind of reminds me of what I've heard about you and your brother, Dom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you answer this? Um, is it true that the two of you got into a fight over a roll of Necco wafers at a wedding and ended up rolling down the aisle and got tied up in your sister Carmelita's wedding gown and then knocked her over, which in turn knocked over the entire wedding party mm. like bowling pins? Yeah, yeah, that mm. that happened, and it actually was, uh, oh boy, this is, it was actually the lead-off clip on the final episode of America's Funniest Home Videos. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. It's pretty cool, though. Is it? I mean, it's a cool thing to say that it happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it that it got out there, to, you know, to the mm-hmm. the viewing public. Yeah. Oh, hey, I have one more. Bunk, ding, 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 ding. Mother Mia, here I go again. My my, how can I resist him? Right. Hey, imagine if 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 everything we know about that and everything associated with it is mother. So like. The Broadway show is Mother Mia. Mm-hmm. The movies are Mother Mia. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what was your name again? Excuse me? Your name was what, Xander? Xander, yes. Yeah. And you're in DC, you said. Mm-hmm. Right. Do are you are you in like uh media and do I know you? You're not Xander. you're what's that? Sorry. I don't think you know me. Well, I mean, no, but you I know, like, I know me. who you are. This is not, it, this isn't Xander Forsyth, is it? The, you're the, the guy over at Shout News, uh, you know, the correspondent, the White House correspondent. Guilty as charged. So you are, you're the Shout News Network yeah. White House correspondent. I, I am. I'm oh flattered my. that you know, you, yeah. you know me. Oh my God. I watch you all the time on SNN. Well, thanks, Tim. That really uh-huh. means a lot. Uh-huh. Well, it's actually it's actually Tom. Um, I get that a fair amount. People think it's Todd or Tim, um, and you know, I kind of just have. I guess at this point, I just have to. I've come to accept that, you know, someone's going to get it wrong, and it just uh, I can't let it bother me. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them.
wow, that's so that's so adult and wise of you. That's really yeah, that's really something else. Well, I mean, you got to try to roll with with it, you know. Right, right, right. I can't yeah, that makes to... sense. And I'll tell you, you sound a lot like Enrique Perez right now. Enri- who is Enrique Perez? Are you serious? Yeah. Who Who is that? Oh my God! I can't believe you don't know about Enrique. Strap yourself in, okay? Okay. Do you have a few minutes to, to talk about this? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. So, Enrique Perez covers the White House for Brazilian National Radio, and he, he came on about four months ago, and basically he, he replaced the previous Brazilian correspondent. And Trump is absolutely terrified of him. He's absolutely terrified of why? Why, why would he be terrified of uh, this guy? Well, let me just paint the picture here, okay? Enrique is seventy-four, so that's that's a year older than Trump. All right, okay. okay. But this cat looks like he's fifty-five max. Okay, he's he's male model handsome. He's six three, and of course, you know, Trump says he's six two, which he isn't. So he's taller than Trump naturally. Mm-hmm. Body of somebody half his age, super tan, wears these great suits, does yoga, CrossFit, all that stuff. He's like a cross between Robert Redford, Antonio Banderas, Sandinista era, Paul Simonon, Jesus, and RoboCop. Wow. It's nuts. It's yeah. nuts. And every, everyone's in love with him, sexually, non-sexually. It doesn't even matter. He, he just has it. And he's not even trying. And the great thing about him is that he's so wise and nurturing to all of us, too. Okay. Me, uh, Pete Alexander, Jim Acosta, Kristen Welker, Ashley Parker, Maggie Haberman, we all go to Enrique when we have a problem. And he always has a very well-thought-out solution or a gentle word of advice or encouragement. It's like he's not just the perfect man. He's the, he's the perfect human. Okay. And wow. all of all of this drives Trump crazy because he's everything Trump wants to be but will never be. Mm-hmm. Um, he was orphaned at five, completely self-made. He, he's... he's uh, what do you call it, Mensa? He's like a Mensa member. Mm-hmm. He's he's a former college professor, captain in the army, a fireman, a real estate mogul, a stage actor, and he succeeded at all of that stuff. And he got into reporting maybe like five years ago because he thought it would be fun. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I don't even think I've ever even like seen this guy. I mean, when he when you do like the press things, like mm-hmm. the does does Trump ever like even call on him to ask a question? Because I, I don't. He called. It, well, it, it happened the first day. The first day Enrique was on the job. Mm-hmm. So he takes his predecessor spot, which was in the second row, pretty much right in front of Trump, like mm-hmm. front and center. Okay. And so Trump comes out and, and, and he sees him and he's clearly shaken by how amazing this guy looked. And, and he kind of looks him up and down and, and he calls on him basically in an effort to size him up and, you know, in all probability to show him who was boss at these press meetings. Sure. And, and he even calls him young man. He goes, young man, what you, how about you? And Enrique asked this really well, 
research question a, a, about the deteriorating condition of the Amazon and how it's going to affect the world economy in a few years. And, and Trump's eyes just glaze over. And he, of course, has no idea what the question's about or, or how to even pretend to answer it. And so he does the thing he always does, which is like, well, you know, we'll see how it goes. And then he just goes immediately on to this, what he thinks is going to be an easy question from somebody else. And you know how we'll do those follow-up questions. We'll, we'll, we'll ask a question, he'll answer it, and we'll yell another one really quick yep. in, hopes, in hopes that he'll just immediately come to us again. So he'll either answer it or he'll move on. And so Enrique did that, and Trump clearly heard the follow-up question, but he pretended he didn't. And the question was, what happened to you when you were a child that turned you into this? Wow. And Trump absolutely heard the question. Mm -hmm. And you could see the fear in Trump's eyes. Like they say, the eyes don't lie, right? Yeah. And it instantly registered that Trump was thinking, this guy knows who and what I am. And it clearly freaked him out and totally unnerved him. So after that moment, Trump tried to remove Enrique from the press corps, but he was told it would be a really bad look. Mm -hmm. so, so Enrique gets moved to the back and to the left, like pretty far back there. But it's so weird. Trump can't keep from looking at Enrique. And the, the envy is just palpable. So whenever Trump tells one of his lies, he it's like a magnet. He can't help but tell the lie and look immediately to Enrique for his reaction. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And we all have come to learn that whenever he tells a lie, his eyes just go immediately to, to, to Enrique. Really? It's so crazy. That's and weird. Enrique's reaction is just how Fletch's boss reacts when Fletch tells him about the police chief selling drugs at the beach. Remember that? Kinda. The editor just goes, unbelievable. Like, like there's no way this guy believes a word you've just said. And mm. it, it, it's like how a mother reacts when, when her child lies. And there's also, like, more than a scoop of embarrassment in there, too. Mm -hmm. And then there are all the gaps and the ridiculous statements that Trump makes. You know, to make himself feel better and pump himself up like a big man. Uh -huh. And all those, all those put-downs. Okay, like, like, like just you know, making fun of whoever, like oh, whoever, yeah. Sleep, sleepy Joe Biden, that kind of thing. Sure, sure. When he does that, Enrique either shakes his head and genuinely tears up in disappointment, or he has that expression you have when when a puppy or like a small animal does something really stupid, like "Oh my God, you poor thing!" Oh, yeah, like no. can't jump yeah. up on a couch and like misses and exactly oh yeah. my god you poor little stupid thing that sort of thing so basically he's always just shaking his head in embarrassment for trump and he's always looking away from trump so he doesn't see his eyes and then trump sees that reaction from enrique and it drives him even further insane the the one guy in the room that trump wants to impress is so embarrassed by him he can't even look at him it's it's like god's disappointed in you or something yeah wow wow and it's one of the main reasons Trump seems so unhinged lately. Everyone thinks it's it's either like early dementia or Adderall abuse, but it's because Enrique rattles him so much. Uh huh. It's so bizarre, and the really weird, fun stuff 
began one day as we were trying to keep up with Trump, you know, as, as he was kind of like walking around real fast behind the White House. And we're all kind of yelling questions at him. Mm-hmm. In the middle of all that, Enrique puts his hand on Trump's shoulder, which is something you just don't do. It doesn't happen. You no. a, a reporter just does not touch the president. And Trump is just jumping out of his skin at this point. But, you know, Enrique's physically imposing compared to Trump. And Enrique looks directly into Trump's soul and says, I can't imagine the turmoil you must be in. And and Trump goes, you know, Trump thinks Enrique is talking about, you know, one of the world crises or something or Mueller or the Democrats. And he goes, you had no idea. He called him muchacho, I swear. And then Enrique says, I can't imagine, you know, the self-hatred, the chronic lying, the shame of your constant gaffes knowing deep down you have no business being in the Oval Office. And Trump is shocked at this point. So shocked he couldn't really do anything. He just keeps walking. And Enrique continues on, you know, looking in the mirror each day and seeing how unhealthy you've become inside and out. Mm-hmm. Knowing that at best history will remember you as the man who wasted everybody's time. The constant realization that all reporters, all world leaders, even the dictators you think like you are embarrassed to be in the same room as you. And Trump is just, he's, I mean, he's well past dark orange. He's red at this point. And, but Enrique just keeps going. The devastating realization that everyone you think is cool thinks you're uncool. Uh-huh. Knowing that all the decades of bad karma are slowly and finally coming back to devour you alive. Like the slithery snake devours the mongoose. And Trump is just dying at this point. And as I said before, the eyes don't lie, right? Yeah. There was the slightest look of devastation in Trump's eyes. And for a split second, I thought he was going to break down and, and just fall in, in front of Enrique and beg for, for help. Yeah. But it passed as quickly as it, as it came. And Trump pretended he didn't hear the question at all. But, like, there were 50 of us who, who heard it, and we were just 10 yards away. Yeah. But Enrique wasn't trying to belittle or humiliate Trump. He, he, he was being genuine. He really cared about him on a, on a human level. So fast forward a few weeks, and by this point, everyone loves Enrique so much that this day Trump was doing one of his – impromptu pressers before boarding uh, Air Force One, mm-hmm. and this car on the tarmac backfires, and the Secret Service guys instinctively rushed to protect Enrique, not Trump. That You're kidding me. No, I swear I saw it with my eyes. They Isn't literally ran, they ran over to protect Enrique from whatever the situation could be exactly, over yes. the president. You can't imagine the expression on Trump's face. He tried to pretend like he didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So, so since that moment, Trump has been looking for Enrique's biggest weaknesses. But the problem is there aren't any. And he tries to hum- humiliate and beat Enrique at all times. And you're never going to believe this, Tom, but Trump always loses. Okay. Hard to believe, right? Yeah, no, no. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real hard to. Okay. What, <laughs> so, what happened? <laughs> So Trump will, like, jokingly challenge all of us, the entire press corps, to a contest 
But each time he does it, he only looks at Enrique. Uh-huh. So Enrique feels like he's got to take him up on it. You know, oh, okay, I guess he means me. So, sure. Like what? Like what do you mean contest? Like how, how many how many uh, push ups can you do in, in in a minute? So so they do it. Enrique does fifty four, which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 so he just drops and does them. He does them, yeah. And um, you know how, how many Trump did? How many? Zero. He couldn't get on his knees. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah. And then um, there was another time that someone gave Trump uh, an an uh, art set, like a like paints and things, to occupy him on, on the plane. So Trump is the weirdest thing. He challenges Enrique to to a painting contest. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so Enrique does this really, really good painting of a majestic lion on like a, like a, uh, what do you call it? The Serengeti, you know, like the, the open desert. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was amazing. And, um, so Trump uh, must've done a, he must've done a nice thing. What did he do? Well, um, Trump couldn't open his cans of paint, so he didn't paint okay. anything. So you didn't even. He didn't get the. He didn't even tr- get to that point. Well, he couldn't figure out how to open them. <laughs> and th- and then it, th- they did karaoke. Okay. And I will say, Trump actually held his own in that. He really did. What what he did can, he, what did he, he, he can do? sing? Sorry, pardon me. What song did he do? Do you know? Um, he did. Uh, you shook me all night long. I could see that. I could see that. Right? Yeah. He sound he sounds a lot like vintage Lou Graham. Really? The guy from he, Foreigner. He really does. He he really does. So he was he was he was good, but he was no Enrique. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man. Enrique he he brought the roof down with this really beautiful version of Just the Way You Are. You know that song? The Billy Joel song? Exactly. Yeah, sure. yeah. And Melania was really wild, and you could literally see steam coming out of Trump's ears. Mm-hmm. Wow! It, it was just like Fred Flintstone or something. Yeah, when he would get when he would get irked, and then like yes. steam would come out of his ears. And and he even made the steam whistle sound. Uh-huh. Like he. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. It literally was like a living cartoon. It was. He did it out of each ear. First, it was the first. It was left, and then it was the right, and then it was both. That's oh wow! I can picture that. Right now, can you also picture this? Another reason Trump lost was because he kept dropping the mic because his hands are so small. He couldn't hold the microphone. No. Well, that that's a that's a definite. Uh, it's going to work against yeah. you at karaoke. Exactly. And, and, and then it, uh, one day it was Andrea Mitchell's birthday. Okay. And, and so they were both going to toast her. And Enrique does this beautiful toast in, in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know where he got this thing. He pulled out a rose and he gave it to her. Uh-huh. It was really great. Oh, that's and, uh, charming. And, and then Trump did one. Okay, what did he do? Yeah, he 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 did a toast that none of us were totally sure was in a known human dialect, 
and a big chunk of KFC flew out of his mouth and onto this really nice brooch that Obama gave her. Mm-hmm. It was flagrantly sick. Yeah, and that's... It's just... It, right? That's gross. You, you can picture it. But I'll tell you, the two of them are like a real-life goofus and gallant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, from from Highlights Magazine. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but that's the thing. It's like Enrique is so eloquent, insightful, and, and funny. And I don't know if you know this, but he's the main reason Trump won't do the correspondence dinner. Really? Yeah, yeah. He thinks Enrique is a sorcerer who can see into his very being, and he's afraid Enrique is going to tell the world what he sees in Trump's dark black soul. So that's really what he thinks is going to happen if he shows up at one yeah. of those correspondent it dinners. It is. Yeah, it's so weird. That is hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to bend you. I, I, I got a roll. No, that's cool. That's cool. It's good to hear. It's very interesting, the stuff you're saying, you know. Yeah, I mean it's 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 I don't know it's a crazy world down here. Mm-hmm. Hey, what what is what, what? Where are you? Excuse me. I, I hear something. What's going on over there? Oh, I've got um, uh, I've got band practice in, in a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Wait, you've band practice? Yeah. You're like you're a member of the White House Press Corps, the White House Press Pool, or whatever. It's, mm-hmm. And you're also, but you're also in a band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Bunch of reporters and me, correspondents, news people. We've got this, this band. I, I play drums. Uh, Wolf Blitzer plays bass. Uh, Joe Scarborough and Katie Turr play guitar. Uh, Don Lemon and Leslie Stahl play keyboards. Enrique's our singer. And um, Philip Rucker, um, he's kind of our, our hype man, almost like Bez in the Happy Mondays. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's a crazy band. I didn't know about that. Well, you know, it's 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 uh it's it's cool. We're um we're called Enrique and the Chirons. Uh huh. Yeah, we practice there every Tuesday night. It's just for fun, though, you know. But uh, I will say, I think we're really good, you know. And, and we we sound just like the records, in, in my humble opinion. Really? Yeah, we do all kinds of stuff: Beatles, CCR, show tunes. Okay. And every every week we'll we'll assign ourselves a, a new song to learn for practice. And mm-hmm. uh, tonight's song is is um, "Walk This Way." That's the song you agree, everybody agreed that that's what you're going to do. Yes, yeah, and I think I have the have the drum thing down pretty good. Okay. Really. Yeah. Right? No, that's that's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've I've been playing for years, but now I'm finally getting my my my, my chops back. It's, it's it's really fun to to kind of get back behind the kit and yeah, work it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh no. What? Uh, What's wrong, Sandra? You know who is here? Who? <clears throat> Well, Mr. President. Oh, okay. He, he's known we're a band for months, and, and he's been hinting around about wanting to sit in and practice with us. Uh-huh. But nobody wants to be around him because we, you know, we're around him all day. Yeah. And it's like, it's killing us. He's just, he's just too much. Mm-hmm. And he, he just got out of the tanning booth. Okay. And he's, and 
he, he's wearing the worst dad jeans ever. Oh my god! Yellow Crocs, a three doors down T-shirt that's too small with the the, the, the sleeves cut off. A cut, Him a, okay, okay. cut off. Yeah, Ugh. you could totally see his belly. Oof. Camo MAGA hat, and and to top it all off, a giant red necktie. Over a three doors down T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Oh, hang yes, yes, Mr. President. Mr. President, where is Enrique? He's been deported. Um, yes, Mr. President, we know it. Sure. Sure, okay. Everybody, you ready? One, two, three, four. Wow, was that them? That actually sounds... Wait, is it... Are you there, Xander? Hmm. Xander! Oh, there it goes along. I gotta say, that, that band... That sounds better... Mike, that sounded pretty good, right? Yeah. And the singer, the singer, though, that he does sound like Lou Graham. I gotta give him credit. He's a better, much better singer than I thought he would be. Not too shabby, huh?